Hello and welcome to Take Heart, our daily podcast, uh, which originally was meant to last for a few days, but seems to have taken on a life of its own. I don't know about you, but I seem to regularly in my Christian life and in my Christian walk uh, relearn things and come back. And it feels like I come back to the same place. But a friend of mine, uh, a very wise bishop called Graham Cray, once said to me, you don't come back to the same place, Mike. It's like a spiral. You come back to the same issue or the same truth a little bit higher up. And I like to think of it like that. And one of the things that just hits me again and again and again, however long I've been a Christian, is how our God is is so kind and merciful and does not impose. He does not bash the door down uh, to us. He, he invites us. He's a God who invites. He doesn't coerce us. He doesn't manipulate us. He doesn't entice us. He invites us. He says, come, come to me, come to me. Those who are weary and burdened, you come to me and I'll give you rest. He doesn't twist our arms. He doesn't, it's the other guy that does that. It's the enemy that does that. But our God, he's like the father of the prodigal son. He's the prodigal father who who loves his son enough to let him go and then waits and watches every day for the son to choose to come back home. He is the father who's perfect. What an incredible God we have. And there's a, a, a story that, um, that I love in the Bible. And uh, it's the story, would you believe, of Song of Songs. And uh, uh, I know it's a love story um, between a king and his maiden, between the lover and the beloved. And uh, sometimes it's uh, the beloved speaking. Sometimes it's the king speaking. Uh, sometimes it's the friends of the beloved that are speaking. And uh, it's a, it, it can seem a strange book until you realize that um, actually for all of Christian history, uh, God's people have seen it as a, a, um, as a parallel to his relationship with us, uh, as an image of God's relationship with his people. And uh, when you read it like that, there are some beautiful little truths that you can find. And um, I just want to read you one little passage. It's from Song of Songs, chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. And this is the beloved, the maiden speaking, who represents us, the individual believer or the church, about the lover, which is the Lord Jesus. She says this, listen, my beloved, look, here he comes, leaping across the mountains, bounding over the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he stands behind our wall gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come with me. I love that. It's very simple. And it, the picture is, is stunning. It's of a maiden. And, and she says, my, my lover, he, he leaps over mountains. He bounds over hills. 
he comes a long way and he comes to my house. But having, having climbed mountains, having jumped over hills, having come from a faraway place to me, he doesn't force his way into my house. He stays outside and he gazes through the window and he beckons me out. He comes hundreds of miles and he asks me to take a couple of steps. I so love that. It's a picture of our God. He came. He came via the cross. He came from heaven to earth. He came a long way and he took it all on himself. And yet he does not force his way into our lives. He beckons us to open the door. Behold, he says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I will come in and eat with them and they with me. And eating uh, in the Bible in those days was, was a, a sign of great intimacy. It was a sign of great intimacy. And that is what this is. He is the God who, who, who did everything. And it's not that he doesn't care. It's that he loves us so much. He wants to give us the dignity of responding. He doesn't force us. He doesn't coerce us. He doesn't manipulate us. He gives us freedom to choose. Uh, in Isaiah 55, the Lord says, Come, all you who are thirsty, come and drink. Come and drink, you are thirsty. Come, come to me. Come to me. And, and regularly, the Lord who pursues us invites us to make a little step to him. It is utterly incredible. The God that we serve, the God that we love, the God that he is. Worship him today. Thank him. Thank him that he waits for you and that he looks for you. He looks for you. He longs. He longs for your presence. It's not just us that long for his presence. And he, of course, he's present with us all the time, but he longs for us to be present with him. I think of that every time I come to prayer. God, you've been waiting for me. You've been, how amazing. You have been waiting to have, to have fellowship with me, to have friendship with me. I no longer call you servant, says Jesus, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. Instead, I've called you friends for everything I received from my father I have made known to you. There's no family secrets. He withholds nothing from us. Do you know in John, in Jesus' great high priestly prayer, in, in John, he says, I pray that they might be with me. He prays that we might be with him. The purpose is that he might have friendship with us. And he doesn't coerce us. He invites us. Receive the invitation of our awesome, all-powerful, majestic God, who is also gentle and humble and kind. And say yes. Say yes today. And say yes every day.